Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hi, Lozzie. Hello. <laughs> How are we going? We're back. We're good. Every week we go, we're back. We're back. It feels like it's been a year between records. I don't know why. Maybe it feels like, I don't know about you, I think you're going to agree with me, but we keep going on and on about being post-tour. But I'm like a shell of a person post-tour. Yeah. And maybe people can tell when I'm at social events doing this podcast, but I've lost a sheen. Yeah. The days feel long and there's less to say and to do and to feel. There's no more Charlie sheen at all. There's no sheen (laughs) and I'm a shell. I'm I'm not even a shell. I'm like, you know, when – um hermit crabs like on the beach they like let go of their old shell and they go to find a new one but Mm. they like pick up a piece of trash or something because they think it's a shell but it's like really (laughs) sad because they've picked up like a can and it's their shell but it's like this it's like this beautifully sad kind of commentary on um human impact like I'm that piece of trash that is a shell totally and I'm that but I haven't found anything yet and I'm just naked. I'm just mm. like running around. <laughs> you're you're shellless. You're I'm soft shell-less. shell crab. Like Yeah, I'm delicious, but delicious. I'm lost. And, <laughs> and you gotta eat the whole thing and it's weird. <laughs> Which can I just say, this is how like I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for things to say. Yeah. Um but here's something I don't think I've ever said. I don't even know if I've said to you personally. You've never said it. Or in this ever. It's never been said. There's this. It's never been uttered out of okay. my mouth. I think okay. the only person who knows about it mainly is Ben because he lives with me and sort of sees yeah. it. But Ben and I have our own little OCD things that we do. For Ben, I didn't realize this. And we all know Ben. Ben is like the king of routine and the man who just like – does the same thing every single day but is he steve jobs does he have the money of steve jobs no but he still is like does the same thing and yeah it's like glorious. yeah when like a billionaire <laughs> yeah. is quirky or something and it's like oh he's like quirky here and he eats fruit it's like well yeah like he's quirky and he's also not a billionaire so maybe yeah, it's just a weird all. guy but <laughs> what does he do okay so his thing he does is he has to mm. make the bed before we go to sleep every night like but not make the bed ben what do you do i'm talking about you sorry ben is obviously to my left ben (laughs) you every night before we go into bed yeah like i make the bed in the morning most of the time right so you think okay nothing left to do if i want to just go to bed he's like no 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 I have to do the bed. Now, Ben, get on the mic right now and tell me. What does what he have to do with do? the bed? Here's what I would tell you what he does. He redoes all the sheets. Oh, my God, this is what he does. He redoes all the sheets and he tucks them in real tight like a like a hotel and he also yeah. wipes it out for sand. Because guess who's bringing in the sand? Ben. No. Tennis coach Ben. So no. how would you say what you do? Um, I take all the sheets off and then I wipe <laughs> all your dirt off the bed. Not yeah. Mine. <laughs> You're covered in mozzarella. and Yeah, I imagine little crumbs <laughs> and all sorts of things. <laughs> and, yeah, and then I, I do – I like the sheets very tight. I like to feel like I'm tucked in and I can't move. I don't like loose sheets. And, and sorry, but, Ben, didn't you tell me that, like, for, like, a million years, even when you're really drunk, 
you do this every there's you've never not done it correct he has to do is it that can i say he has to, like please can i, can I say, say for the record i feel as though i am in the middle of a quibble that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> Lauren's saying she's in the middle of a quibble. It's the crossover app. It's the crossover app. Ben and Conchetta have their own podcast. It's called The Quibble Hour and it's all these sorts of quibbles. And I feel as though I've stepped into a quibble. And that's that's OCD, right? It's it's someone who's very specific about their things. And I I kind of get it to be honest. If there's if the bed is like all filled with um, dirt, crumbs, and sand, I too would wipe it out. Um, I, I'm sure it's probably like, not. It's just like debris, like a, an airplane crash debris yeah. into the bed, and there's that rough, rough <laughs> that word. Anyways, um, it's yeah. not that. There's like tiny little bits. He just of likes he it. In. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like I don't go to that extreme, but I need the sheet to be like somewhat straight and lined up. Whereas sometimes I feel like because yeah. like I don't properly make the bed every morning um, when I get up, and um, the reason that would fall to me is because like pretty much all actually always I'm getting out of bed much later than Alex my boyfriend um absolutely I'm sleeping in later than him and then absolutely he's going to bed before me usually and so then sometimes I come to bed and he hasn't like properly Mm. like made the bed and then I'm like that's so rude that's a quibble as well that's a quibble yeah Uh, but he's asleep like a baby after lying down for one minute exactly one minute yeah (laughs) He's like, I had so much trouble getting to sleep. And then it's like, I can hear him like lies there for like five minutes. That's a bad night. Yeah. And then it's like. That's absolutely Ben <laughs> Cotton. Ben Cotton, I've always said this to Ben, that like anything horrific could happen. I could die and he would go to bed fast asleep. He'd, li- he'd lay down and be asleep within yeah. a minute. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You can hear the change. It's the. Yeah. That's when you know. Yeah, it, and, he, and you know what? He twitches like a dog, and everyone can imagine. Ben That's is funny. like dating like a fucking border collie. This man yeah. needs energy. You need, he needs to tie himself out every single day. And when he's asleep, he's dreaming he's of like tennis. Running in his sleep, he's <laughs> dreaming of tennis, of boxing, of running, of jumping, like of picking up a stick. Like that's Ben. Anyway, so that's anyways. It's not meant to be about Ben, but that's Ben's. I feel like quite overt OCD, but mine is a little bit. I think different. So my brain is like this. I'm obsessed with finishing like products and like food and things, not projects, not life projects. Mm-hmm. Like Just packets name, of biscuits. Pack, and- packets of biscuits. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no, like, okay, here's an example. Yeah. So I have this big tub of QV moisturizer that is like, I bought it because I have like famously dry skin. Um, everyone knows. Everyone's is, talking about everyone it. Everyone knows that. It's essentially like Vaseline. It is thick. It is like mm. if you brush me up, I've like ruined clothes because like yeah. you put this on and then you like it like changes the t- the color of, <laughs> of your dress or something. It's a like you balm. It's a balm. Like and I regretted it and I was like instead of chucking it out, I am before I do use anything else that I have. I'm finishing this cream. When I get testers, like I got those free testers from Mecca when you like make that level and blah, blah, blah. My brain is thinking about how long it will take till till I 
that's done so then I can just be down to one product and my friend Kate I think is a little bit like this I have two perfumes one the Kim Kardashian fragrance and one that I got years ago I'm not buying perfumes I just have I only have two I bought one a million years ago and one and I'm like that's too many I need to get down to one I wonder how long it's going to take me till I like I need to start using perfume till I finish it so it just feels like my brain on the big scale it's only thinking small scale. Like if I die, this is what it would be for. That I was like thinking and and like like a beautiful minding finishing <laughs> product so that I like have just one thing each. Is that not psycho? Like can anyone yeah. really just I don't know what it kind happening. It is and it isn't. I think like I think there's things though that you can have multiples of. It's like healthy because like I'm the opposite. I'm like a little magpie gathering objects for my nest every day. <laughs> the only thing that brings me joy is to like bring another object into my den and you know <laughs> that is like that's me, that's my life, um, that's my demon. But I don't know. I think like it's normal to have like if you just need a face moisturizer, you should only have one face moisturizer. But mm, if you mm, need mm. like you need different creams for different purposes, it sounds like the cream yep. you have that QV, like that's like for winter. That's for like every now and then. That's for elbows and knees yep. and a dry yep. patch and a crisis. But you need like not the like the yep. tub QV. You need just like the pump pack UV lotion yep. that is like a little bit less intense for for the everyday. Totally. And and see, like that's you saying that, but like my brain has like got me in shackles. It's like <laughs> you're not uh, like my brain is like so quick to get flustered, so it can't compute. Like you put too many things in, and it's like reject, reject, reject. So like yeah, any normal person would be like, oh, you can have different things for different times, and mine's like. You need to finish it. You have too many cream. It's got to be this one. It's so black and white sometimes. And I think even sometimes with food, like if we buy too much food, I'm like panicking. I'm like, I need to over it. I need to like plant. I'm just like, that's living is so hard is what yeah, I'm trying to say. It's really, it's a lot to but have when this you're cream. Like battling <laughs> your own stupid brain, it is yeah. hard. What's going to happen like if we have children or something, then like we're not just like burdened by our various creams and lotions. We're like burdened by another human life. Yeah, I know. I'm going to pass away. I just want to ask Ben while he's here. Ben, can you talk to how I have that brain where I'm always obsessed with finishing things? Can you speak to it? Mm. What have you noticed? Just because I'd love an outside yeah. perspective because I'm trying to explain it to Lauren. Let's get um, let's get a professional yeah, in. Annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> and what, wait, what, how have you seen it? What? It, give them an example. There's like uh, half a millimeter left of like um, hand, lo- hand lo- cream. No, like the um, to wash the dishes. Oh which yes, I'm always doing. Yeah. <laughs> and she tips it upside down, and then yeah. I have to use all of it, or I get in trouble. That's so true. I'm so obsessed, and I think it also comes from my mum who lived with her mum who lived through the depression of like, yeah. if I finish a hand cream, I'm like cutting it open. I'm like, sco- otherwise I feel deep shame. And you don't want to waste like, it. Don't waste. And then like with Ben, like we, mm. we have, you know, the thing that you wash dishes with. And then I took one from my mom's place. Cause again, my mom's you, my mom's like this little bird who like brings, she's a million <laughs> things. Like she's close to being a hoarder. She's like, she's like, Oh, do you need 15 tons of flour? Don't worry. I've got a million flat. And, and I hate people who buy without knowing what they have. Well, what here we go. Know? Now we've unpacked the root of this. Yeah. It's that you've what grown up in a bit of clutter and now you're overcorrecting because That's you, it. 
that is and it is i think the children of like hoarders often become minimalists themselves because yes they are yes. stressed at and the Kate thought it'll also be like um should we sell this thing and i'm like what is it she's like it's a oh my sticker that, yeah that's on the apple i do sometimes i see Kinjana doing this i see her doing this apple sticker out I'm like, this needs to go to another home where I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like, I yeah. can't chuck it out. Sometimes I see the things you post on Facebook Marketplace and it is. It's like it's like an old l- lamp or like some a pair of leggings. I don't know. I feel like I've seen you sell stuff, but then I've seen you buy stuff as well. That is a real question. Like, do you remember when you bought that fan? You paid like $60 for this old <laughs> fan from Facebook Marketplace that was like not even nice. And it was like $50 or something. And I was like. I was flabbergasted and I and we talked about it at the time. I was like, what was going on? <laughs> you could buy a brand new fan for less. I know. I know. I'm not – I don't have a lot of life skills. Lauren, <laughs> I feel like this is a good segue into what just happened last night with the tub. Oh, my God. Yeah, this was a strange <laughs> occurrence. Okay, so this – last week I made some chocolate brownies um, because <gasps> I'm – yeah, I'm like that. I just that. need to cut in. Yeah. I need to cut in and say they were fantastic. They're like they were like my dream brownies. They were like really rich, really, really rich and chocolatey and like soft. And there was icing. You know me. I want decadence on decadence. So I just need yeah. to give you give a shout out to the absolutely. I was so grateful to have had some. That's so funny. I accidentally unplugged my headphones when you first started talking about that, but like, and it took me quite a long while to find the plug to put them back in. I thought I was like, oh no, this is too long. And then I plug back in and I just hear soft decadence, the icing. So it was fine. You could, um, you could talk all day about the brownie, I guess. They were a packet mix, um, white wings, double chuck or whatever. They were great though, actually. And anyway, but I made some brownies and I thought, well, I'm sinking cheddar. I'll bring her a few brownies. And, um, I, and I didn't want to like put them in a nice one of my good containers because then you'd have to like I'd have to get it back off you and like I have like not that many Tupperware containers because I do all like the glass Tupperware um, because um, my freak thing is that I'm very sensitive to smell and I feel like plastic containers like they have a smell and if I put food into plastic I can like taste the container so anyway they're all glass so I don't have that many um, and so I put it in like a washed out I, like you know, like the one kilo hummus tubs. I obviously have hundreds <laughs> of them because I eat a lot of hummus, and so it's like a clean container, but it's like a hummus container. So I put them in that to give to you because I thought, well, and I said to you when I gave you the brownies, I said, oh, sorry, I put them in this hummus container so you can just throw it out when you're done. And then <laughs> I see Conchetta, yeah, <laughs> and I'll just tell you what I heard was, give me back this container. <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> Hey, it's really important that you give me back this old hummus container. I need it back. Because then I saw Conchetta a week later at a gig and she walks into the gig with this hummus container in her hand and she goes, I washed it for you. There's your container back. Thank you so much. And I thought, I why have you done this? It's too big to fit in my bag. Now I'm at a gig. I've got a hummus container. Everyone thinks I'm a freak. I've like... Either brought an empty hummus container to the gig or I've eaten a kilo of hummus and finished it off at the gig. And just as you were getting to the gig. Just as I was arriving. That is so funny because as I walked into the gig 
and I couldn't find where to go and it's full of like <laughs> happening people. I told you my anxiety mm. was just like on point. I don't know what was going on, but it was It like, was crazy. Um, it was this crazy gig, if people want to know, at a co-working space. Like everyone was cool from different places. Yeah. And it was just all this energy and I don't know what was happening, but I went in and I was like, sorry, I just need to go here. And and then every single person I asked for directions was like, good luck with the hummus. Or like <laughs> made a comment about the hummus. Yeah. So, it's a big tub and it's got a little handle on it. It's like a lit- its own little handbag, a little hummus tub. I just put it in the bin before I left at the co-working space. That's so funny because I think I just thought I'm going to get in trouble. Like I'm always in trouble. Like I'm always not doing something or not remembering something or like I've forgotten something. So I was just like I literally had it in my car and I was like, oh, my God. I haven't washed it. I was going to message you and be like, should I wash this before I give back to you? And then I was like, don't do that, Kajeta. Of course you should wash it. You're going to make her upset. And so then I like <laughs> went to my family's house, washed it out, was like, oh, no, it's not dry. Like that's – Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I just thought like you care about your things and like I just <laughs> – I didn't think, like, you know, maybe, because listen, after everything I spoke about, it sounds like I would have been like, well, I need to sell this hummus container later. Yeah, actually. give it back to me. You would. (laughs) That's so weird. I I put that hummus container in a time capsule to be opened in 70 years. You did. You're like, I will never forget this hummus container. What on earth? Well, at least now I know, like, if I ever do need to lend you something actually nice, like, I'm not worried about it. Like, you will return it. Lauren, that's another OCD thing that this works into. I hope this, like, becomes, like, people – this, like, spurs things for lots of other people. Of Like, what are the little things that you take so seriously? Is that if someone forgets something, if I borrow something from someone, that thing is burning a hole in my brain? This is where I feel like you'll you'll relate. When whenever you say to me, um, when I go to sell something, mm. and you're and I'm like, I need it gone today, and you're like, yeah. Conchetta, like, why are you rushing? Like, just put it on. It could take a week, or like, why are you just chuck? Like, that's how my brain works. I'm like, if I don't get this out of my brain, it is like taking up my yeah. whole brain. Let alone I mean, the like type I mean- of moisturizer I have to finish. Like. I told you there's no space in here. I mean, I think like, I mean, it's like fun. It's cute. It's quirky. It's, it's just who you it's are. It's not fun. And that's okay. But I will say like, I think you do genuinely have like ADD or like something and like, that's okay too. Yeah. But, but like it's that untreated. is strange. It is it's <laughs> untreated. Um, yeah, you do that because that was like when you were trying to sell clothes, but whenever you're selling something on Facebook, it becomes your full-time job. And it's like four days of full-time admin because you're talking to people, you're applying, you're in, you're out, you're yeah. like delivering it, you're yeah. doing this. And I was like, what if you just put it on yeah. Depop and it just sits there and, it's, and it waits. And then and then you sold something on Depop for like quite a lot of money, but it's like they take like 10% or something because that's like the platform and you were affronted. And you're like, I can't I believe like, I've I'll paid use this again. $10 for this. And I'm like, but it saved you five days of work. <laughs> anyway I this is yeah no this is crazy this is I too much to, it's too much isn't it I don't know um I mean I don't have that much to talk about really I was only gonna say I was thinking about temping I was like I could be like an office temp you know you go in you do a, f- a few weeks a few days you're 
you know, you're coming, you're the exotic new thing of the office. I was like, that could, that's an exciting thing that I could do. Oh my God, you would be so great at temp. I'd be a great temp. Does anyone, if anyone knows how to do that, I think I like need to register with something. I don't know. I was thinking about something, this is really random, um, because I've been trying to think about new ideas for jokes and stuff to do on stage um, because, like, we keep going on about we just have been touring, so I've just been doing the same show for, like, a million times and I haven't, like, had a single thought or idea or brain moment at all since then. Have you had any, like, new ideas? How are you feeling creatively? No, of course not. No, none. None, none I led with that. I have nothing. I'm Michelle. I'm Michelle, okay? (laughs) I'm Michelle Bonner, okay? That's my name. (laughs) I was looking through all my old ideas, though, so I was trying to find ideas, and I have, like, so many random things written down, and then I was thinking about this, and I think it's true, and I think it would resonate with you, Conchetta, as a girlfriend, um, a girlfriend first and a comedian second. But can you imagine, like, because, you know, I always think, like, when you hear love songs on the radio, imagine like being the girl that that's about, you know? Oh my God. Can you imagine oh God, that? It's like, uh, okay. My first thought, the dream. Mm. Second thought, would never date someone who would do that. <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be cringe, but it would be yes. exciting. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. What I do don't you think? know. I think, I don't know, it would be good, but I was thinking about like, um, cause you know, then if you were like dating a musician, you'd just be like waiting for them to write that song about you. Like, you know, imagine if you're like dating Ed Sheeran and you're like, well, I know he's done it before. I know he's done it for other girls. But then I was like, imagine if you were dating like a kid's musician though. Cause then it's like the, like the worst part. Cause you're like, I'm dating a musician. He's in a band. He's in the Wiggles. But and you want him to write a song about you, but he's always just singing about like fruit salad. And you're like, <laughs> why don't you ever want to sing about me? <laughs> it's And he's like, babe, I can't. It's my work. It's I not can't sing about what you. I do. And it's like, well, aren't I inspiring you? Like I made the fruit salad for us. <laughs> yeah, you dog. You owe yeah. me. I made us fruit salad. What the fuck? I cooked dinner. I cooked as hot potatoes. And you don't write about your beautiful wife. You write about the potato. Like, I, I just think there'd be, like, so much tension. And maybe that's why mm. Emma Wiggle got divorced from the other Wiggle, do you think? Oh, my God. Good yeah. speculation. I was going to say that. You know how I'm, like, obsessed with, like, when you say I love you? And yeah. how, like, even with Ben, I was like, I said it first and he hadn't didn't say it back straight away. And it's like... It's, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to when it happens, but it is crazy if like, to me, if like a a year's gone down the track and you haven't said I love you or something, I'm like, that's mental to me Mm, because mm. I'm a big, a big lover. But I think maybe that has the same stakes as when are they writing the song about me? Mm, They both have like a ticking time (laughs) clock above you. Yeah, because it's like also like too soon is weird, okay? Too soon's weird, yeah. But if you've been dating... Um, Vance Joy for six months and he hasn't written a song about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl, dump him. Girl, dump him. He's, if he doesn't write a song about you in six months, he's never going to write a song about you. Yeah. Okay. Anyone um, write in if you're dating a famous musician um, and let us know. I don't think we know <gasps> anyone who is. Can I, mean, I tell I, you my music? Yeah. 
I dated a musician story? Yeah. And also, okay. actually, I should note, even my own boyfriend is a musician, actually. Oh, um, so true. But, but he's, more like, like, one of the good ones. Yeah, and it's, like, more, like, electronic stuff. So, like, he he is doing, like, an electronic project with a friend at the moment. It's called Possible People. I'll shout it out. They probably have an EP out right now. But it's, like, electronic kind of vibes, right? Like, I don't it's expect. Different. Like, the, you can't that, put your yeah. name into dubstep. Like yeah. it's just different. Or if you did, it's like it's like, you know, when it's like just like electronic, but then there's just like a voice in the distance. Like, yes. like I love my girlfriend. Like maybe that could be the hook. Yeah. With like a vocoder. Yeah. Also, you know what he could do? The tempo of the song? Your heartbeat. Could be my heartbeat, which is abnormally high. <laughs> 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 Okay, it's Ben with me wanting him to write a romantic joke, but yeah, that doesn't really exist. It's that. Like, I want the punchline to just be, I love her. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me. She's changed my life. It's not funny. <laughs> and it's not funny. But also, like, Ben's one joke, this is what I do in the show in Funniest Sin, is like, you know, all my materials about real life stuff between us, all about like my stupid boyfriend, how we're different and about being in love and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Ben, why don't you tell them the one joke you wrote since having a girlfriend? And this is it. I'm going to butcher it, obviously. Do it. But he's like, yeah, I've got a girlfriend. She's half Italian, half paper mache, made of myself. I would get a gun and I would blow his head off. That is an affront to this passionate Italian woman that's like made his life infinitely better. I'm like, that's all you have to say. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess in the same vein, like if you're happy, maybe it's hard to joke about things like that. Yeah, he's got to nothing... joke about silly little snakes and rabbits and yeah, the things that make him <sighs> sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say quickly about this muso is I yeah. muso and I wasn't cut out for it because you know me, Lauren. I hate live music. I couldn't give a fucking yeah. shit if I never went to a concert for the rest of my goddamn life. Give okay, me so Spotify for yeah. free. That is our that's our careers on Triple J is over before they even begun. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> it's we hate live music. We hate local music. We hate the scene. It's guess what? Guess what? I've never been to a concert. And I and haven't thought, you know, like this is too loud. Like it's always too loud. It's Every, too loud. It's too loud. Too many people. Too yeah. loud. We are two girls with, <laughs> I believe, some kind of sensory <laughs> brain problem where we are. Like I don't, we're not on the autism spectrum, but we have something going on and. Mm. You know, there's only one jar of lotion allowed and anything more is overstimulating <laughs> and anything more includes and encompasses live music, okay? That's it. That's what we have on our plate, one jar of lotion and that's it. I cannot pick up your calls. I cannot go to the meeting. I've got this one jar of lotion in my diary for seven yeah. days. I've got to finish this cream. <laughs> Imagine being like, sorry, guys, like I'm out and I'm like, you coming for kick-on? Sorry, guys, i got to go mm. home and i got to lotion my legs for the 15th time. Yeah, Sweet. I've got to apply it pretty much every eight hours. That's how long it takes to soak in because it's so thick and I'm not allowed any more lotion until I finish it. So, <laughs> By the way, here's your hummus container that you gave yeah. me three months ago. Oh, and here's the wrapper from that muesli bar you gave me um, <laughs> when we were at the zoo together. I kept it. I thought you might want it. I washed it, by the way. 
And I glued it back together, by the way. Yeah, I glued it Just- back together. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you not want it? I'll, if you don't want it, I'll sell it. Maybe like a props department at a uni would want it, like for a short film, like a fake muesli bar. I could sell it. <laughs> I'm really crying. <laughs> I want someone to put me in a straitjacket and fix my brain. Take me away. Put me in an institution. I'm begging you. Not Triple J. Take me to the insane asylum. I mean, why don't, like, we could just do exposure therapy. I take you to Chemist Warehouse and, like, make you buy some moisturizer. Oh, my God. Um. Anyway. That's so fun. Anyway, so I was just going to say, so that's the Ben thing, but the thing before Ben, one of the losers I dated, he's not really a loser, he's fine, but he's just this, like, musician guy who was, like, in a band and he was in several bands and he, like, wow. got high all the time and this was cool. before I, you know, dabbled in the devil's lettuce and, you know, he was just so different to me in every single way. Anyways, I would go to his gigs. I guess I would have cared. I don't know. Anyways, the way he dumped me I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. On stage. <laughs> he took me no worse. In it was song. at, you know the place where it's near that wedding place and you walk around the, the bay walk. Done it. The bay the walk. Bay run, the, the bay run. The bay run. I love how my um, brain we- has renamed the bay run, <laughs> the bay walk, because <laughs> to me that is what it is. Yeah, I'm not running it, babe. Absolutely not. <laughs> so we, I think we would go there often or maybe not or he would just drive us there because he, he could drive, maybe I couldn't yet or something. And um, we he took me to walk for it and he was like, I think he just came up being like, yeah, I'm going to be really busy in a couple of months. The band's touring and <laughs> I just think I'm not going to give you enough time, the time and love you deserve because like you need – you need you want to be with me like you and 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 made breaking up with me my idea and I fell for it sounds so cliche but I fell for it hook line and singer. I was crying being like no you're so right because like I'm a really like generous lover and like I really want like time and attention and like thank you for thinking yeah. of me but it was definitely and, like, like I don't want to date you you psycho yeah and you're like no and like I'm a bitch for wanting like to talk to my boyfriend and you're right and it's so fine that you can't do that anymore and totally yeah. that's so, amazing and I'm yeah and I'm pretty sure he like went for like this friend who was like way more beautiful than me she's like a beautiful goddess woman mm, it was me and she was in my friendship group yeah it was lauren and like yeah it just things got awkward but um that's him that's yeah. the story and never again and i i wouldn't even date michael buble like who people find relatively <laughs> um, attractive and that like, i would <laughs> Well, actually, I wouldn't because he's happily married with a child who is actually suffering from leukemia at the moment, Conchetta. If you took one second to read my Michael Bublé newsletter that I'm always <laughs> trying to send to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, th- I mean, I think he is. Like, imagine if I just invented that. I guess I just like muses. I, it's not for me. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, like I don't want to be like caught up in – a scene like I want to be the cool one the in the scene. relationship yeah. and I don't want to like have to go to things that are loud um that said I will like go when if my boyfriend does like a live thing for his music project but mm. no I mean I there's only room for one 
I mean, you and Ben are both creatives, but you're yeah, kind of a special guess, case because you're both not like, cool at all. Yeah, your home like body. Same page. Yeah. I wouldn't I want someone who had their own big creative career that would eclipse mine. I'd be like, no, I'm the well, star. Well, that could be Ben at any point, but I reckon we just have to cross that bridge when we come to it. And I guess if you really love and we do like collaborating so maybe it would be good like yeah I don't it know does. but I'm, I'm walking yeah. that line madam yeah you are no but I, I like I'm not even saying like you guys are different like I genuinely think you are like and also being in the same career like because dating a comedian is like usually like not a good idea listeners mm. okay take that don't. to heart do um it. but Ben is like actually a normal nice guy and then mm. also like mm-hmm. if he wanted to like think your big career moves would be in the same directions anyway like you could yeah. both and I think it works because we differ- We are different as exactly. performers and want different things and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. You know? Solve Anyways. that. Solve Solved it. it. Let's go gossip. I really want – unless you have we more. Do. Tell me. If you, no, yeah. I absolutely don't. It was my two things to think about Great. once. That's I'm glad cool. I'm not married to one of the Wiggles and I want to be an <laughs> office temp. Um, yeah. But we do, we have happen. gossip. We have some amazing gossip actually from our listeners. I wonder if, okay, because we've got a bit of school gossip and then we've also got this other bit of gossip that is um, very relevant to our interests, shall I say. Conchetta, do you want to listen to this one? Um, yes, I'm just getting my gossip ready. Yeah. Um, get ready for this because – you, you're going to – I think you're going to like this. Is it going to blow my mind? Yeah. And this is from one of our listeners. Okay. And what an amazing mix. She's a girlie from Morocco, <gasps> but she's living in France. Shut up. BNT is fully international. What the hell? From Morocco. Imagine being from Morocco. Like, to me, Morocco is just like – I don't even – like, a just a paradise that doesn't even seem real. It's like under the totally. Tuscan sun. Like I'll go there. It's like, like being from Atlantis. Yeah. Just like, wow. What wow. beautiful. I'm picturing <laughs> like a village with the, the architecture of like some church. Anyway. Anyway, so she says, she says there was a big party once at like a guy's house and it was like a big party. There was a DJ and everything. And they were all about like 19 or 20 at the time. And um, people were taking drugs and stuff. Um, pretty crazy, pretty fun. <laughs> Sounds pretty loud, actually, to me. Um, but it was about 3 a.m. and they saw a friend of theirs getting really close to his sister. And so him and his sister were both at this party and they were both on MDMA, which if you don't know, I think MDMA is like, you know, it's a drug that makes you very cuddly and affectionate and sometimes a bit sexual and excited. So they're both on MDMA, him and his sister, and they're like really like dancing together, like a bit sus. And then they tried to kind of separate them because they're both really fucked up on MDMA. They were like, hey, like just get away from each other. You're, you know, just sober up a bit. You know, it's kind of weird, but they wouldn't. And they like danced in a really weird way. And then at 7 a.m., because this is like an all-night party, they went to a bedroom together, apparently, and no one knows what happened in that room, but based on how high and clingy they were, they everyone thinks that, like, they fucked. So incest is more common than you than think. you think. <laughs> how crazy is that? That is the craziest story and shows you drugs really on drugs anything can happen because they absolutely 
lower your inhibitions and like make that crazy brain do some crazy things. Be careful about that. And so she says that was careful. Yeah, three years ago now, and just no one's ever talked about it. No one's ever talked about it. And you know what? Eventually when we make merch that says incest is more common than you think, if this girly was wearing that shirt, yeah. could have saved the day. Yeah. And maybe it'll start a conversation. <laughs> start a conversation, a round table. <laughs> a red table talk. Okay. A red table talk. Obsessed right. with that gossip. I have a, a school gossip yeah. sent to me. Okay. There was a male teacher in my school who started becoming – friendly towards a female student well 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 there should be a word oh sorry oh i was gonna say there should be a word like incest but for like that but i think there is yes it's grooming and pedophilia grooming and (laughs) (laughs) that's just like pedophilia and grooming is way too common it's not even more than Mm, you think it's just a lot we just know um she turned 18 early in year 12 he sent her his phone number in some coded emails Mm. from his school email Mm. they started sleeping together before she graduated even (gasps) having sex at school during school hours this is the most intense we've ever gotten yeah yeah and like how did they know like did she tell everyone was it obvious like and also like I feel like if it was like gossip like surely people should have found out but like maybe they do I know. I haven't well maybe the the this says it and also there is a link attached so oh, okay <laughs> the sex tape no no, no, no. Yeah. I think it's a docker <laughs> like a document okay oh um he left his family during a holiday to sleep with her at his house he gave her $200 for schoolies. Okay, that's nothing. That's nothing. Even, I know you cheap dog. Oh, my God. But it's also like that's like that's why maybe these men like want to fuck teenagers because do you remember when you were 18 and you're like $200 is everything? Yeah. But to me, everything. it's like – I'm like, I, out of a couple of zeros, you bastard. Oh, my God. $200? Like I will like just have to spend that on not even one week's rent, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Um. He gave her $200 schoolies and even took a sick day to pick her up. Oh. All this came out after she graduated. Plot twist. His wife was also a teacher at the school and had to go <gasps> through all the drama and interviews. Poor gal. He resigned and got banned from teaching for seven years. Okay, it should be forever. Here's yeah. the court thingy from it. Let's go to the link. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've already opened it. I'm looking at it. And the right. first thing I'm seeing is that the teacher must pay $5,000 in costs to the Queensland College of Teachers. It's like <gasps> a fine, okay? $5,000? Well, I bet you thought that $200 schoolies fee was enough. Well, it wasn't, okay? 5000 <gasps> I mean, that's still like not really enough. So <gasps> I think this is like just like a document. It's like from the court or something. Oh, my look, God, I hope it's look not what it says. Reasons hey. for decision. It says... Uh, blah, blah, blah. The referral was made because the teacher had an overfamiliar and ultimately sexual relationship with a senior female student whom we shall call S. The oh relationship continued for several months after S finished school. This is like full on real. Yeah. And then they can only reapply for registration like after they like <gasps> do a oh. psychological evaluation and a course or something and this and that. I don't know. They probably just shouldn't Lauren. be allowed. Sorry. What? No, no, Lauren. 
But S told some of her friends about the relationship during her schoolies week. The relationship became known through social media amongst the wider group of recently graduated students. One of them reported it to the school in early 2016. An investigation commenced. The teacher denied the allegations to the school and informal interviews. S was interviewed a number of times. Initially, she denied anything beyond a teacher-student relationship. When re-interviewed on two occasions and confronted with more evidence gathered by investigators, S gradually revealed more about the relationship. However, she still denied that it had become sexual prior to graduation. Wow. Oh, <gasps> so like, oh, phone records, text messages, Facebook communications, interviews with some of the friends. Fuck. Fuck. Wow. Fuck. He taught S in year 11, but not year 12. From March 2014, the teacher's relationship with S became over familiar. Here, for example, he gave her gifts such as sweets on a number of occasions. I wonder what kind of sweets. They should really detail in the report. Was it a warm <laughs> well, biscuit? Pods. Pods. <laughs> um, a Kit Kat. And in that case, was it a Kit Kat Chunky, a Kit Kat, you know, King Size or a Kit Kat Block? Um, <laughs> wow. This is oh, crazy. And can I say. Is, we have to read this alone in private. I'll, I need to like go yeah. through this. I hope I want. I mean, this would be public, right? It is just it like a link be. to an archive. Yeah, it's probably like an archive website, right? We're not yeah. going to get sued. No, no. We haven't no. named anyone. No one tell S. No one tell S. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end it on that. Or have you got another wow. small? No, one I've to got. Kick it off? I've got some school gossip to kick it off okay, as great. well. Um, I'm loving this. Look, this is like actually. Let me just read this as like um. Please. The college submits that there are a number of serious features. The teacher was experienced and slightly older than S. He distracted her from her senior schooling by communicating with her at length about sexual matters during school hours <gasps> and by causing her to skip classes so they could meet up. He deceived the school Fuck. and his wife. Oh, my God. Look at that. Like, just like this is such a hectic report. This um, is so hectic. Yeah, that's awesome. And I can, as like uh, a big narc myself, I so stand the person in the school group that like reported it to the school after everyone was gossiping. Yes. Absolutely. That is such a sliding doors moment. Are you the person Mm. who knocks or are you the person that's like supports your friend? Like it's really tough. I think if they're my close friend, I don't know if I would knock because I don't, I mean, I would ask them, but just as like a bystander, sticky beak, general citizen, um, yeah. You must. Absolutely. You, you gotta. You gotta. Okay. So this is some school gossip from a listener that is really quirky and fun and it's a little bit different. So because I feel like all the school gossip is so like, the whole family. It's about pedophilia, it's about grooming, but this one is different, which is fun. So this listener has said to us, When I was in about grade nine, my home group teacher, um, so there must have been like their, you know, leader or whatever, um, and there were also the school music teacher, got fired. And at first no one knew why. He seemed like okay. He wasn't a great teacher. He didn't really give off like creepy vibes or anything. So no one knew why he got fired out of the blue. So anyway, her and her mate somehow went through Google and they found out that this teacher had been running a hypnosis site that claimed to make students in year 11 and 12 do well on their final exams. And the site was like still up and they showed it to all of the younger students in their home group when he like wasn't even there and it was so funny and weird because like it was like a he was like promoting hypnosis basically um and then it came out that he wasn't fired necessarily because of just like having the hypnosis website but he was fired because he changed the results of the students 
who had paid for his hypnosis videos to make them do well. So, like, he actually, like, hypnotized some of his students and then gave them fake good grades to, like, make sure that, like, it was worth their while. And he'd also lied about his qualifications and he wasn't really qualified to teach music at all. So, anyway, she thought it was, like, fun gossip because, like we said before, you always think it's going to be about some teacher, like, boning a student. But, no, it was hypnosis and corruption. How crazy is that? That is so – it was an inside job. It the was an inside. The coming from inside the school. And they were <laughs> hypnotizing them. That's That's kind of – awesome gossip (laughs) yeah that's really fun for the whole family hilarious is it's that's just like a wacky guy that's a wacky guy trying to make some money i guess he's quirky and (laughs) i don't blame him for that and you know we're all trying to come up with schemes yeah we've all got a little schemes um that's so funny i was really worried it would go dark yeah hypnotize him for one thing but it's like no no no, he just wanted to make money from hypnosis and he probably really believes in it yeah and don't we all you know i also want to make money from hypnosis and totally and i want to be hypnotized yes i'm Uh, (laughs) I'm a sheep it's scary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right i think that should be it for this episode i think we did well for being two little scared little hermit crabs absolutely um, okay thank you very much um for listening and please send us your gossip um and if you sent us gossip a while ago and we haven't done it um remind us send it to us again we're really disorganized i'm sorry we're shells we're husks we're um problem women who are overstimulated at all times <laughs> so send it through um, and also check out our Patreon for bonus episodes and yeah that's about it that's it off we go time to be temps time to be hypnotized <laughs> see <Bye>. ya <laughs>